Hi, and welcome to a very special edition of The Trading Desk. My name is Joshua Thanos. This is my partner. I'm Jason Main. You guys know who we are already, but this is our new friend. Name's Dewey Burke, CEO of a company called Luxury Asset Capital, which uh, shortly will be announcing a partnership with you guys at Watchbox. Super excited, and uh, mm-hmm. so that's why we're here. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, uh, Dewey owns a company called Luxury Asset Capital, which is now working in conjunction with us as a partner. And uh, it's very exciting, not only internally for us uh, at Watchbox, but also uh, gives a great opportunity to a lot of our customers. So uh, we decided to put together this little uh, episode to kind of explain what the situation is. So, uh, Dewey, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, uh, CEO of company Luxury Asset Capital, and sure. actually our name tells you what we are. So, we are capital for luxury assets. So, cool. think of us in some ways like a bank, uh, mm-hmm. but what we help our clients do, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, private individuals, is get them the ability to, to leverage their personal assets. Obviously, oh. in this case, we're talking talking about watches, watches and watch yeah. collections, but uh, allows them, if they have a $20,000 watch collection, $200,000 watch collection, to get some liquidity, borrow against the value of those watches, sure. to buy some more watches, or invest in a company, or buy a piece of real estate, whatever the case. So we uh, yeah. we try to operate uh, quickly and easily. We value what you have and uh, get you some uh, some cash quickly. Nice, awesome, man. So w- tell us about your background. Like, where, where did you start and uh, how'd you get here? Yeah, so finance background, been in the private equity space prior to this, uh, degree in economics, mm-hmm. and uh, understand the banking world very well from from my history, and always thought that, uh, and many of you out there will understand this, that borrowing money is so freaking difficult. Yeah, not easy. Uh, ugh, the banks Especially are the worst, uh, even in a good economy right mm-hmm. now. You know, the banks will loan money to the people that don't need it, Yeah, unfortunately. But for the rest of us that uh, would love some access to some capital to sure. do a deal or buy this or that or make something happen, it's not easy. So that's where the, the concept was born from is cool. people have these luxury assets at home on their wrists, you know, in their ears, around their neck, whatever. Sure. But uh, it's very hard to, to leverage those. And so that's what we do. Nice. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I so when we found out about this, I got really excited. There's a lot of possibilities. And oh, so one thing about your company, about how long you guys been around for? Company's been in business for seven years. Oh, uh, we're backed by a family office out of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so plenty of capital to put out there. Uh, uh, strong balance sheet. And uh, we've been in business and we've done about 12,000 loans in our history. Wow. So we were, uh, we're well versed in yeah. helping our clients. It's amazing. He's firing it up. I think one of the things that struck me when we were talking about this yesterday that, that uh, kind of hit home is that for our clients, um, luxury goods for what we're doing this is a hobby it's supposed to be fun Mm -hmm. right it's not supposed to be stressful and then when you're trying to secure capital for maybe something you're you know you're rearranging things shouldn't be 30 days at a bank and going through all the headaches and filling out all the paperwork and trying to you know make a fun situation stressful yeah 30 days if you're lucky right 30 days if you're lucky most of it's you know probably two months but I mean, really, it just why go through all the hassle? And if you're a guy that wants to move some stuff around or just you know asset rich mm-hmm. and cash poor, this this makes a lot of sense. That's exactly right. I mean, you, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, the situations that we help clients with, it's not that they're in a, necessarily in a bad spot. It's just they're in between cash flows or waiting on something to sell or something to come through. And, and but there's that watch they got to have, or there's that car that they really want to buy, or there's an opportunity for a, a piece of real estate they've been looking at for years. And as you said, the banks are going to take 45 to 60 days. It's going to be an arduous pop, uh, process from a paperwork perspective. They're going to run your credit. We don't do any of that. I mean, we, all I care about is what's the value of your assets and and how can we help you? And right. that's uh, that's how we try to operate. That's awesome. So basically, like, so you were explaining to us like a basic scenario the other day. You want to run us through that one? Uh, it was a pretty large loan sure. for a guy who needed money very quickly. Again, you know, 
one thing that one of my you know top customers says to me all the time, he goes, money in the bank doesn't do you any good. You want to have your money in appreciating assets in terms of business, and that's where he has most of his money. So being able to free up funds for watches tends to be an issue for him. That and also, you know, he has to run it by the misses, which is not always fun either. Sure. So, uh, sure. but in this specific situation, it was, I know you said there was a, a guy who needed money for another business venture, right? Yeah, real estate deal, right. So guy called us and uh, he's in commercial real estate in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Mm -hmm. He said, look, you know, I've got about 20 buildings that I own. I've been trying to buy this one building for years. I know the owner, I've asked him, I've asked him, I've asked him. And he won't sell it to me. All of a sudden, he calls me today and says, "Hey, I'll sell you the building. Here's the price. We got to close on Friday. It's a Monday." And the guy's like, "Look, I got every banking relationship that exists in this town, but nobody's closing on Friday. I can't get an appraisal right. done. It's right. not happening. It's not and I'm about half a million short on mm -hmm. buying this building for cash. I'll get the loan later, but I need half a million, and I need it now." And sure. I said, "All right, so tell me what you got. Obviously, you found us online, and you have something that we can work with." He said, "I've got five very rare watches. He had four. Um, incredible APs and okay. one Hublot and you know we valued them on the used market at about 900k and we were able to get them uh, almost 400 grand and we did in three days you know wow. so for him three day close three day close Jeez. 400 grand and uh, no bank in the no world bank, does no that. bank and, can do it yeah and I mean when we spoke about it uh, maybe we could touch on uh, interest rates a little yeah. bit uh, I'll let you speak to that but really what the guy would have lost versus what you know the very small payment that he's gonna make on the interest, I mean, he's got to be elated to have dealt with you guys. That's exactly and right. I mean, he's hand over fist now for many, many years to come as long as he owns that building because he made a smart move. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he, he leveraged the value of his past purchases. One of the things we say a lot is don't leverage your future. You know, for him, maybe another way to get cash is sell securities, sell a different piece of real estate. Then there's a tax implication and everything. With us, is borrow against the past purchase, right? Leverage your past, not your future. Sure. He borrows 400 grand, and even though we're definitely more expensive than the traditional bank, I didn't run his credit, I didn't ask, ask for financial disclosures. Now, he told me what the money was for, but he right. didn't have to, right? It's just, hey, no all, I care about, it, right, right? all I care about is what's the value of the assets that we're securing? They're in our vault, they're safe, mm -hmm. you're borrowing against the value of them, and what's the opportunity cost to your point of not getting the deal done? Right. And so paying us interest for four, five, six months before he refinanced us was ideal. Right, nice. So that's an example of how this can help somebody in a business world, right? Mm -hmm. So why are we partnering? Because to yeah. be honest with you, people aren't you know working with us because they're looking to make money, they're looking to find some enjoyment, put you know celebrate their success, put a watch on their wrist. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we can answer this question together. I mean, yeah. one of the one of the ways that, that Danny and I envisioned when we first started talking was you guys have clients that are avid collectors, yeah. and sometimes there comes a point where there's a watch they have to have, mm -hmm. and so a guy's got 10, 15, 20 watches. That watch comes along that he's got to have. He doesn't have the liquid for it. What does sure. he do? All right. So his options are put it on credit, obviously. But then, as we talked about, the wife knows you get the credit check. You right. got to disclose some financials. Blah blah blah. With us, you can say, hey, I'm going to send Luxury Asset Capital five of my watches that are valued at X, sure. and that's going to allow me to leverage the value of those, get that cash, and I can buy that. I don't miss the opportunity, right? right. So it's borrowing against a collection to upgrade, to trade up, sure. right, without having to sell right. some of your current collection. And that's the main point because a lot of times, a lot of the customers that I deal with, I know the same as you, Jason, um, they have a hard time letting go of the past purchases, right? So if I'm building this beautiful collection, right, and I know, oh, well, there's, you know, my Grail watch is something that I want to get in the future, and all of a sudden it pops up, right? Never in the best time. It's always the worst time, right? Yeah. right? So now I think to myself, oh, well, you know, I got to sell, you know, 15 of these watches that I went through every little step getting these watches, and I love them. So I don't really want to sell these, right? I don't want to just 
get rid of them and have somebody else own these watches. I want to keep these watches, but where am I going to get this cash without upsetting the wife, about without you know deep credit checks? Do I really want to go to the bank and get a loan for, for you know a watch? Right. Or say it's a seventy-five thousand dollars watch. It's not a little bit of money. It's a lot of money, right? But you have more than that in watches here. So mm -hmm. send those watches to you guys. Right. You guys are going to send them the capital, and then now you have time. You can you can jump on the opportunity, get the, your Grail watch today, right, and then figure out the finances in the future so that and your watches are safe in there in, in and the then, safes. And where are you guys located again? We're in Denver, Colorado. Denver, yeah, so right okay. in the middle of the country. You got clients in all fifty states. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm from here. I'm a Philly guy. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're right in the middle of the country, and and in certain situations when you know a deal's big enough or the right that we'll go, we'll go to a client sure. and, and visit with them and, and help them get the liquidity they need. Nice. That's yeah, awesome. one of the things. To your point, what I, what is interesting is, one, you're not getting rid of the watches. Mm -hmm. Two, you're not taking a bath on liquidating them quickly, mm -hmm. right? Because time is money. Right. So you don't have to think, oh man, I'm going to take a bath by selling 15 of them right now. Sure. So whatever loss you're going to pay on the interest, you're retaining your your investment, you're retaining your watches. Sure, right. And then on top of that, from a collector's point of view, like I would imagine. Uh, not having them for a little while and then getting them back is only going to reignite your love ah, for that watch. Is where I kind of think of it too. Point. Yeah, and you can't wear them so all. It's just like day. yeah, you're, you're probably not going to wear them anyways because they're going to be in the safe. So you'll be wearing whose <laughs> who safe is it going to be? Yeah. And that's really the only question. Sure. That's right. And then uh, you know, it, it really does kind of make sense if you start to think about the fact that what I'm excited about is uh, opening up the doors. And I have many clients that ask me like, well, what would you take as payment? So now we can kind of really expand on what we would take in the value as payment for a watch. Yeah, that's right. That's it's right. interesting for us. So yeah, you know, another example too, and, and you guys deal with this every day, is invariably somebody that might have come to you to sell a watch mm -hmm. because for whatever reason they need money or sure. they're upgrading or they need to take the money from the sale of the watch to do something else. Sure. You guys deal with a pricing conversation at some point, yeah, right? Yeah. And there are deals that don't get done because you just can't agree on price. Sure, and, sure. and unfortunately, and you guys know this better than me, but a lot of people hang on to what they paid retail in their mind and they yeah. think that's what it's worth, right? Yeah. So uh, not everybody, but but some. Yeah, so you, you, you bought a watch for 10 grand, you think it's worth 10 grand. It's not, you wore it for three years, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's you know it's, it's, probably, worth five grand. it's probably worth five, or it's worth right. eight and, we, and you guys will buy it for five. Yeah, yeah. And they say, you know what? I'm not going to part with this watch for five grand, which is understandable. Sure, of yeah, course. We have those conversations all the time. You have them all the time. So typically that deal dies. Well, now you can say, well, hey, I understand you don't want to part with it forever. Why don't you borrow five grand mm -hmm. uh, in this scenario, get the liquidity you need to go do whatever it is you're doing, but right. then make a couple payments and get the watch back. So you didn't sell it. You just right. borrowed against it, still got the cash, but you didn't have to part with it forever. Right, exactly. So, and, and at that point, so say, for example, you want, say, $8,000, we're offering five, right? So in your mind, it's a $3,000 loss. Well, if you borrow against it, that $5,000, now it costs you X amount of dollars. Certainly not going to cost you $3,000, no. say, for a three-month period. Exactly right. So, yeah, you're saving money in that in that, ex, in that uh, extent. So it's, it is interesting. It broadens the spectrum for me as, uh, you know, being uh, helping my customers. Sure. Uh, I know you feel the same way. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it brings a lot more opportunity. And, you know, a lot of guys, nobody wants to feel like they need money, but it happens, right? Sure. So, and a lot of times you buy watches because they're a store of value. Okay, that's why you spend, because if you go out and spend you know, $2,500 on a big screen TV, it's worth zero as soon as you buy it. Mm -hmm. But when you go spot, spend $10,000 on a watch, maybe it's worth you know, 75, eight, it's, as soon as you walk out the door, but you get, I mean, there's no other asset out there, luxury asset that is gonna hold that type of value. So it's good to know that you have you have the value, but you don't have to get rid of it totally. Right. Yeah. Now right. you can leverage those. That's leveraging, like, like we kept saying, leveraging your past purchase. Right. Yeah. You, you you wrote the check or you you put the ten grand down to buy the watch, yeah. 
And in you know, in most cases, that ten's gone. So you have your watch, and you either sell it if you want to realize some cash back on it, or that's it. Right. right. So now you can you can borrow against it. And then in your example, somebody needed eight grand or was hoping for eight grand, and you got offered five. Well, the other question you can ask your clients is, all right, well, if you maybe don't have another watch, but if you have some diamonds, some of your wife's jewelry in the safe, yeah, other right. ways to help you get some liquidity, and sure. then hopefully for you guys, they're going to borrow against what they have to buy more watches from you. Well, that's the other thing. That's really interesting. So, you know, when when we had our meeting, you were discussing, uh, you know, your you basically your business plan with us. That's what clicked in my head, right? So, not so much, you know, uh, borrowing against your watches to buy other watches, but borrowing each other at your other assets. So if you have a classic car collection, you have a knife collection, you have a pen collection, your wife's jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been buying her jewelry for, you know, 50, sorry, say 10 years you've been spending. 50 years. Yeah, listen, I got guys who have been married for longer than that, God bless them. So, um, but you've been buying, you know, expensive jewelry for your wife for, you know, how how many years here and it just piles up in the jewelry box. And you'd never think of selling it. Never. Unless being unless you're in a really bad spot, you know. You can't happens, sell it. But you can't sell it. That's hers. That's her stuff. But she hasn't worn it in 15 years, mm-hmm. right? And maybe it's worth, you know, X amount of dollars. So now, go into that jewelry box and you say, listen, let me turn these into watches and if I need them back, she, she asked me where it is, it's one phone call, get those things back, exactly. right? Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity here and that's, in my mind, that's probably the most useful one. It's, let's borrow against something else. So now I don't have to worry about upsetting the wife, number one. I don't have to worry about, um, uh, you know, uh, detrimental effects to my credit, mm-hmm. going to get like a new credit card, and I don't have to borrow against my credit. I can borrow against things that I've already purchased. And right. it's what it keeps coming back to, and it's very interesting. Yeah, and one of the things that I, that I want to point out, you mentioned other assets. You know, we do jewelry, mm-hmm. handbags, uh, diamonds that are loose. Sure. We do exotic and classic cars, like you said, real estate in certain situations, but we tend to focus on personal assets. Sure, sure. Uh, it has to be on free and clear, so if your car, uh, if you don't have the title and you have a loan, we can't do that. But, sure. But, um, classic car uh, collections, I have a customer who's got, I think he's got 40 classic cars. There you go. Pay cash for every last one of them. There you go. He yeah. drives them never. Right. So. Yeah. so he's got, you know, who knows how much in, in equity there that he sure. could borrow, and the, the bank is just not gonna get comfortable with that. No. You know, it's tough for them. Uh, the other thing I would say, one of the reasons we've been successful and ultimately got to a place where we could partner with you guys at Watchbox is we have a 75% repeat business rate. Oh, wow. So clients, three out of four, come back to us again and again. So why? It's because it's so easy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you borrow 10 grand on a Panerai, mm-hmm. you know that that 10 grand is there, right? You borrow the 10 grand, you go do what you need to do, you pay us back, you get your watch back. Sure. You come back three months later, your 10 grand is still available. So you, what you have with us is a luxury line of credit. You know, it's a it's a banking it's a term. Way of thinking it's a it. banking term, but it's a it's a revolving line that you can use on your assets, and we're always there as long as you send us the assets and we have them, we put them in our safe. You've got this line that you can revolve up and down even further. Yeah. I didn't mention this yesterday. We have a client actually who's got about half a million dollars of gold coins. Oh, Amazing wow. collection. Wow. He actually never gets them back. He leaves them with us year round. We store them for him for free, and he knows he's got half a million dollars in coins, depending on the. You know, price of spot at any given sure. time. He's got roughly 400k that he can borrow from us, and he just revolves it. So for him, he just calls me to say, "Wire me 25." No problem. Send it to him. He pays it down, up and down. It is like a bank line of credit, and his collateral is the gold. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it just it opens up a lot of opportunity, uh, not just just for us for in the watch world, and, and you know, selfishly helping me, you know, uh, make more sales, make yeah. more sales. Yeah. But just in business, like we were just talking about that, you know, you have you other watch dealers. Right, so you know, I go to the IWJG shows. Um, I think you, you I was in Vegas, yeah. Last okay, week. So, exactly. So I was there too. 
I mean, cash flow is always an issue sure. in our industry. You know, thankfully we're with the lar- one of the largest companies, if not the largest company, so cash flow is not as much of an issue for us. But there's really no asset-based business that doesn't have an issue with cash flow. But in the watch world, that's always an issue. So you know, talking to other watch dealers, that's they can leverage their uh, their inventory, yeah, inventory yeah. yeah, to get cash to make other purchases. So it actually helps out our consumers because now other watch dealers can get spend the money to get the best watches. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's an interesting concept and you know, I've never heard of anything like this on a scale that, that you guys are doing about it. Right. You know? That's a great point. I mean, you know, bartering bartering your goods for money has been existed, you know, has existed for thousands of years. Yeah. You know, it it, it originated as a, the pawn business. So what we've done is sure. is taken that model and just driven it upscale sure. and we put it online and uh, tried to institutionalize ways for people to be very comfortable. Uh, operating online, online, like I said, or even if they come see us in person, that uh, that they feel really good about the the money behind us, the way we're backed, that we're not going anywhere, we're not sure. going to disappear with their sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, but more so, we end up being loans of opportunity, right? It's somebody's trying right. to get something done. Like you said, it's a business owner, sure. a dealer who's who knows that he can make a thirty percent clip on a potential watch. Doesn't have the cash to buy it. What does he do? Right, he ends up cutting a deal with one of his clients or something like that, and with another dealer, yeah, another sharing dealer, and all that. broker, and diluting the deal. Exactly, you can make a few points slide and move it the other way around. There you right. go. Uh, so the one of the things that spoke to me was um, very much like how we are, and I think that makes a good partnership. Is it's uh, time is money, right? Trans, uh, transparency, the seventy-five percent repeat business. Uh, you know where. We try and do things really quickly. We try and be as transparent as possible, make it easy for the guy so it's fun and he comes back, which I think you guys are also yeah. successful at. So well, can't wait to see how we can transition this and just really yeah. utilize this extra tool, which is now awesome. you know, in the yeah. well, Their process is basically the same as ours. So you know, if you guys are familiar with doing business with us, you know, you get on the phone, we talk about a value, we send you a shipping label, you send us our your uh, your watch, it gets inspected, we verify the value, and then if we're buying it, bam, we wire you the money. It's basically the same process same from thing. what I understand, yeah. right? I mean, so for, for clients, as we announce our partnership, we'll go to Watchbox, mm-hmm. and instead of clicking on the sell button, click on the loan button. Sure. And you're gonna put through an application to the extent that it's watches. Mm-hmm. You're gonna put through an application, same exact questions, you know, do you have boxes and papers, what's the make and model, how much you're trying to get, All right. and then you're gonna get a shipping label, it's gonna come, we're gonna take it in, we're gonna evaluate the same way you guys do, mm-hmm. and then as soon as we agree on valuation on a, and a loan amount, boom, we ACH the money. I mean, it's a, a simple three-page contract, you sign sure. it electronically on DocuSign, you know, the way the world is today, you need to be able to execute this on your phone and do right. it quickly, and and that's how we operate. Well, banks are behind the curve, and that's the, that's the point here, totally. you know? There's, who wants to wait 30 or 90 days for, you know, for funds, and especially like what you just said, Jason, you know, time is money, so, you know, when that Grail watch comes up, it's not gonna be there for 90 days. Right. If that watch comes up, everyone else is looking for that watch also, so yeah. where are you gonna get this $75,000 to buy this watch today at that price, at the, you know, at the bottom of the market or whatever it may be. Sure, not even just in watches. If you think about it, like any any asset that's going to, that is a good investment or you feel like has an upswing potential, is not gonna sit on the yeah, market. There's time. always gonna be somebody with cash. Quick funds available, three days, you know, sign a document, it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, an example I shared with you guys yesterday, and it was a deal we just closed on Monday. As a big real estate investor, actually was in Denver, and uh, he's been successful, and he's got about 45 million in real estate, only about 10 million that he owes on it, so he's got all this equity. 
and uh, he's taken cash over time and invested in a bunch of little tech companies. There's a big tech scene out in Boulder, oh, yeah. uh, in Colorado, and all of a sudden he gets a call from the CEO of that tech company and says, hey, we're doing a margin call and you gotta come up with a million bucks and you got five days, <laughs> or your stock's getting severely diluted. <laughs> Champagne problems, you know, this, this, yeah. you know, good for him that he's diversified and got money in a bunch of different places, but uh, hey, million dollars is a million dollars and he didn't have it, right. right? And so he went to his bank and thought, hey, I've got all this equity, I've got this relationship, I've been with them for so long, and the bank said, yeah, absolutely. We need to appraise your 17 properties. We need to reevaluate re all your cash flows and we can close in 45 days. And he says, I don't think you understand. Not gonna happen. I got five, yeah. I got five days. And so he was brought to us. They were just we, blinking at him. Right, and uh, <laughs> we were able to work it out uh, on some real estate and some other things and got him the money he needed in, in a couple of days. So huh. that's uh, interesting. That's how we try to do things. And, and It's cool. Anti-bank, like we said. Yeah, good. Yeah, the banks are bad. What about Bitcoin? Haven't done anything with uh, <laughs> haven't done anything with crypto yet. However, you know it's interesting that you bring that up. What's that? I've had some conversations with uh, with some of the auction houses that are starting to take crypto. So, sure. if someone is feels like they're in some Ill illiquid crypto, yeah, you know, Bitcoin's pretty easy and, and Ether you can move. But sure. if you're in something that's maybe a little bit illiquid, yeah. you can actually go to the auction houses, right. buy a luxury asset, mm -hmm. and then take that asset and get a loan from us on it to turn it into the U.S. Right, so that's one way. So you if you can, own Jason Coin, which is one that he created himself, it's literally worthless. It's worth <laughs> negative money. Then you go do that. <laughs> you can do that. After this yeah. video, it skyrockets. Yeah, yeah. yeah main Straight coin. Up. I'm in. All right. That's well, cool, man. We'll well, it's and, a three-day uh, process. So uh, would you call yourself a watch guy? I'm getting there. Okay. I'm not like you guys. So all if right. we're going to talk about the watch on my wrist, you guys got to help me. Okay, cool. So, well, uh, let's do a little wrist check. All right, this is at the end of the, end of the episode. But let's, uh, you guys know what I got here. This is my Panerai 002. It's an A serial, so that's hashtag 2A. It's a great watch. This one's about 20 years old. I have it on the bright orange rubber strap. This is something new from Panerai. They came out with these uh, colored rubber, rubber straps, and I am obsessed. Tank buckle, uh, manual wind, about 30, uh, 30 hour power reserve. And that dial, don't adjust your, uh, your screens. That dial is as dirty as it gets. Some people call it patina, <laughs> other people call it? Water damage. That's right. All right, so that's what I got. Uh, Jason, what do you got? We'll, we'll show Dewey's last. Uh, yeah, we'll do this right side up. So that's the uh, 114060 non-date uh, ceramic sub, uh, current generation um, with all of the lovely everyday wearing. Um, love this watch. Just sits great. Fantastic kind of day in, day out watch. And uh, probably my favorite watch that I own. Great watch to get a loan against because it's worth so damn much. There yeah, you go. There Super. You go. I know so Dewey, guy. what do you got? So I got a pan. You guys are gonna have to help me. I got so you. I got I'll, a, I got I'll introduce that one. Yeah, go ahead. Go so ahead, uh, Dewey's got a Panerai 200. It's is a, a white gold 45 millimeter radiometer. This has the same movement as the Panerai 233, which is uh, it's fantastic movement. So it's an eight day GMT with the AM PM. Uh, this one's an H serial, so I believe it's gonna be. Is that 2007, 2008? Yeah, I think. I do know that it's 2007. Okay, so 2007, and uh, so. If everybody, if anybody remembers the old shows that I had with Tim, I used to wear Radimir, and this thing's making me really jealous. So I'm thinking about buying another one. That but uh, that thing is clearly well worn. Probably yes. could use a refinish, which we could probably do before you leave town. That's true. Maybe we'll do that for you. But uh, but yeah, so that's a great watch, and also not a bad watch to take a loan against. You gotta love that uh, Horizon uh, Power Reserve. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there's not many uh, brands that do that. That uh, the Horizontal Power Reserve. So that's a great watch. You wear it well. And uh, I think we're done here, are yeah, we? This yeah, was cool. was great. Thank yeah. you, guys. Appreciate yeah, you having me. Really problem. excited to uh, to partner with you guys. Cool. And good talk. Sweet. Yeah, All right, absolutely. guys. So remember, subscribe to our channel. You can go find us on Instagram. You can find us on uh, Facebook. You can also find us on Friendster, on Napster, BearShare. 
Kazaa. Uh, you can catch us. Okay.